Thank you, Father. Praise you, Jesus. So today we're gonna we're gonna kind of tag team. We're just gonna go back and forth this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Hmm. As you were praying, the scripture that came to my heart is from Psalms 119:130. Can you all hear me? Am I loud enough? No. Who said no? <laughs> Psalms 119:130. The entrance and unfolding of your words give light. Their unfolding gives understanding to the simple. I love God's word. It's like a package. <laughs> you just unfold it and it's so precious. Amen. It's so precious. It's like it just unfolds and it's like this is for you. And it unfolds again and it goes this is for you. And it unfolds again and this is for you. Amen. It just keeps unfolding and it gives understanding. It gives light. And it's not obtrusive light. You know like those lights. It's <laughs> It's, um, it's so, it, it, it illuminates. It just gives you, it's like, oh, yeah, I'd never seen that. Yeah, yeah, that's the way out. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I see that path. I, I, I see that. I didn't even see that before. It's right. funny, this morning on the way to church, we're driving and, and pastor sees four tires on the side of the road. Somebody just threw four tires out on the side of the road. And I saw a cardinal that landed on the four tires. I didn't even see the four tires. I didn't see I the saw, cardinal. He didn't see the cardinal, and I didn't see the four tires. <laughs> but it's funny. It's like, you know, there's, I love our church. It's, there, the word is going to come out at you. I mean, the word is going to come out at you. There's unfolding. There's unfolding. And you got to reach out and just grab it. It's like, it's whatever you need. It's like, I don't know, somehow pastor needed to see the four tires. I needed to see the cardinal. But God's got something for you this morning. Amen. And it's something precious. Amen. It's an understanding. It's a revelation. It's something new. It's something that's going to take you higher. Are you ready to go higher? Thank you, Father. I want to go higher. Thank you, Father. Amen. I just, I sensed this morning, he said, he's like, he's not holding back. Amen. And I and I thought, well, if he's not holding back, then I'm not holding back and receiving. Amen. 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 And so we have an we have an assignment this morning, and uh, and it's have, it has to do with supernatural increase. Amen. It has to do with pastors, us as pastors, releasing in, continue to release things into you that will carry you to supernatural increase Amen. in your life because that's God's heartbeat for you. That's, right. that's what's on His timetable. His timetable, what came from our founding pastors, he wants you to see supernatural increase. And so as your pastors, what we've been talking about is simplify. Simplify. Who are you with? What does simplify mean? Simplify means to reduce down to the basic essentials, the very things that are priorities. And so often we get so busy in life and we have so many things going on that God wants to speak something into you that will change the course of your direction of your life. But if you're so busy, will you hear it? Come on. If you're so busy, will you see it? That's right. Where if you're so busy, your heart's so filled with so many things, will you be able to see where God wants to take you and what God wants to do in your life? And, and this will be the last message that I'll be doing as it, we would do, doing as it pertains to the word. And then we'll talk about something else and who you're with. But this aspect of the word, the word, 
I'm telling you, we have to what receive the word. Amen. We have to welcome the word. We need to value this word. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Valuing this word is so important. If we're going to simplify our lives, the, this word isn't, isn't secondary in my life. Mm-hmm. This word has to be priority. This Mom. word has to be the foundation of which I build and rest my life upon this word is life and health to all my flesh. And he tells me he wants me to incline my ear to it. Amen. And, and before we get into what we need to share today, I want, I want, to, I want you to put up uh, Ecclesiastes chapter 10, just for us to revisit this. Re, put in the Amplified. Ecclesiastes 10, verse 10. Thank you, Father. And we'll read this together. Let's read it together. If the axe is dull and the man does not wet the edge, he must put forth more strength, but wisdom helps him to succeed. So what we have to do is we have to make adjustments. It's not putting forth more strength. It's not about doing more things, but it's about simplifying our lives. And this, this wet the edge means what are you rubbing against? That's right. And so we've been talking about rubbing against the word. And what I sense in that, as I read that scripture this morning again, and and it really ties into what we're going to deal with today. And the Lord put on both our hearts separately is this aspect of preparation, being prepared. You know, that person that wets the edge, meaning what is he doing? He's preparing for something. That's right. Say preparing. Preparing. Now, now the word. In Isaiah 55, and they'll put this up on the screen and just, just listen. In the Amplified, it says this. It says, let the wicked forsake his way. Verse 7. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return to the Lord And he will have love, pity, mercy for him to our God, for he will multiply him his abundant pardon. So let the wicked forsake his way and let him return to the Lord. That sounds like the man that's going to wet the edge. Meaning he's he's going to make an adjustment in his life. That's right. Verse 8 says, why? For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain and snow come down from the heavens and return not there again, but they water the earth to make it bring forth and sprout, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be. So in the same way that water and snow water the earth so it can bring forth fruit. So it can bring change. So it can bring forth supernatural increase in the same way my word will do something. Come on. In the same way that rain is designed to do something, my word is designed to do the same thing. And it says that my, it says, so shall my word be that goes out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void. Amen. Without producing any effect useless, but it shall accomplish that which I please and purpose. And it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. So God values his word. God says, my word has the ability to bring forth something in your life. Yes. So how much more should we value his word? Amen. 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 Well, there's something that the earth has to do is receive that word. Right. The earth has to receive. There's a, there's a part that we have to play. Not just, there's a part, there's a preparing. And why do you prepare? To be prepared. I'm going to say that a lot. To be prepared. (laughs) Prepared. You prepare to be prepared. Right? Okay. Ephesians 6. 
We're going to go to Ephesians 6, verse 13. It says, therefore, put on. It's talking about you. You put on. Put on God's complete armor that you may be able to resist and stand your ground on the evil day of danger. And having done all, the crisis demands to stand or the crisis demands to stand firmly in your place. Now, having done all, well, I don't even know what I have to do. Okay, so he's getting ready to tell you what you have to do. It's, I am planted in this church. Are you planted in this church? This is my spiritual leader. This is my pastor. He has taught me so many things about the word. He's taught me not to just read the word one way, you read it one way, you read it the other way. You know, it's, it's what it is and it's what it's not to try to get understanding. Now, you read verse 13, but verse 14, 15, and 16, is, is, they're there because of 13. So the way you're going to have done all is verse 14, okay? And verse 15. He's getting ready to tell you what the crisis is going to demand, all right? And having done all the crisis demands to stand firmly in your place, stand therefore, hold your ground, having tightened, having tightened, say ED. Okay. Having tightened the belt of truth around your loins. And that caught me last week. I read that. We were in the prayer room and I I read that and I thought, having tightened, having tightened. This is something that has to already be done. Yes, it has to already be done. And I've read other translations. Having tightened. And it means to cinch, to cinch your belt for battle. Okay, and I and I heard from the Holy Spirit and he, and he was saying this means when the ball is in your court. Now, I don't play basketball, right, Bren? I don't play basketball, but the ball is in your court. That means that God. And I heard this this morning. I told Justin, I said, this is mercy time. This is mercy time, you folks. God's put the ball in our court and he's going, there's something that you need to do. I'm giving you time to do something, to do something. So it is done to, so that you are prepared for that evil day. Okay. I'm getting you ready to do the having done all because, 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 because really, can you say I've done all? (laughs) No, no. Usually I'm like, I'm getting ready to do number five. You know, you tell your kids, go get your shoes or let's go. It's time to go. Do you have your shoes on? Well, I'm, I'm getting ready to, I'm getting them. Well, by that time it's too late. (laughs) Right? Right. Yeah. Because I'm going to tell you that verse goes with Exodus 12, 11. Let's just look at that real quick. It says, and you shall eat thus as fully prepared yeah. for journey, yeah. your loins girded, that means equipped. And if you're equipped and you're prepared, that means you're protected. I mean, we just plead the blood of Jesus, but we're not protected. We're, we haven't done our part, right? Okay, so he's, he's, he's given us a chance to do our part, having your loins girded. 
your shoes on your feet, your staff in your hand, and you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. It is talking about a readiness for the journey so that you are able to move quickly. Right. Amen. Do you want me to go into that whole thing? What that girded means? Go for it. That girded means, you know, they wore, they wore these long tunics, right? And to gird up your loins basically meant they would lift up their tunic. Cause I mean, you can't run with the skirt on or a dress on. They would lift it up. They grab it all. They put it through the back. Now I've seen my grandmother do it differently, but this is how they did it. They put it through the back and, and they would tie it in the front and cinch it and put it tight on. And then you're ready. It's like, come on. But I, I've watched, I, I, I don't know, she was outside. And if she had to get up and hurry, she would just lift it from the back up and stick it inside her belly. Or stick it inside. And it's like, that man, she was running. She's coming after you. Now, that, you've got to be prepared. Gird up your loins. It's not, have them girded. Okay? Now, that word... Gird is where you get the word girdle from. Right. I'm not going to ask who's ever worn a girdle, but they are an answer from God. <laughs> they are. They are amazing. So they're like the original version of Spanx, is that? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> if you got a good girdle on, girl, you got it going. <laughs> and I know when some people need a good girdle. But, okay. It's like... You need this. Um, but if you've ever tried to put one of those things on, they're this big. And you know, and you're this big. And you're like, you're going to get all of that in this. Yes. But, but, but to get an understanding of what he is saying to gird up your loins or to gird up, it means get it all tight in there. Get it in there and there's nothing else that's going to fit. I mean, really, seriously, once you get that thing on, it's like you, there's, there is nothing else that can fit. You can't get your hand in there. Oh, no. It's so funny. Who is the comedian, the Christian comedian? What's her name? Shonda Pierce. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go off. But she talks talks about her girdle. But so that's how close the word of God has to be to us. So tight, you guys. The word of God is a weapon and it it is a weapon. It is powerful. So that's why you're girding up your loins with what? The word of God. You're girding it up. You're putting it in there so it doesn't fall. So it's ready. So it's, you don't, you're not going around going, okay, where'd I put that? Where'd I put that? Well, by that time you're dead. You're dead. Yeah. Um, my brother-in-law was in the army and I used to watch him prepare his, his weapon in the way he would take care of it. And it was like, and, and I was listening to a story yesterday about, about your weapon and how important it is. Well, don't you think the Lord knows? He's telling you how to get ready for that evil day. He knows what's up ahead. Yeah. The word of God equips us. He, the word of God knows what we have ahead. Mm-hmm. So we've got to get the word in us, cinch it tight. So yeah. whenever we're faced with whatever we're faced, and he knows what we're going to be faced with. Yeah. 
you're able to go in there quickly and you know where it is. Amen. Amen. No, it's when he says in verse 13, he says, wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God that you stand in the evil day. You know, Dr. Svelte talked about, you know, an appointed time. He talked about time. Well, here in the evil day is a time. It's a time, a perilous time. Right. It's a time when the enemy is attacking God's people. Yeah. So, so, so here, he, Paul's talking about there's a time coming that you need to be prepared for. And that's what she's talking about. This is mercy time. Yeah. Meaning it's time of preparation. Come so when, when perilous times come, you, you have everything together yes. and you're already ready. Thank you, And Jesus. it's interesting that Paul uses this phrase, wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God. Yeah. The apostle Paul wasn't saying, saying this is something new to you. He's saying take unto you. And this word take unto you in the Greek is a Greek word, Anna Labetta. And the word Anna, the root word Anna in the Greek word, Greek means to do it again. It really means to repeat an action. Now, Labetta means, so pretty much he's saying Anna Labetta, he's saying take unto you. He's saying do it like you used to do it. Come on. This isn't the first time they've heard this. He's saying yeah. church of Ephesus, yeah. put on your whole armor like you used to put on your whole yes. armor. Yes, yes. Yes. Put on the whole armor like you used to put on the armor. Why? There's an evil day coming and you need to be prepared. Come on. Having done all to stand, stand therefore. Just as there is a time for supernatural increase, there is an evil day. So you and I, we need to be prepared for supernatural increase in an evil day. Amen. Amen. So take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand and having done all to stand, stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth. Amen. Now it's interesting when I came up here this morning, I did the transition. Not one of you probably said, look at that belt he has on. Yeah. You know, you're going to look at, Oh, that's an ugly tie or that, that doesn't match. Or, or what's he, what's, what's pastor going to wear today? You know, I had, I had a guy, uh, I had a guy greet me at the back door and service was over and, and he came out and he says, man, you know, Dr. Svelte, he dresses nice and he looks great. And your wife always looks amazing. He goes, you can use some help in that area. <laughs> so, so I know people think things while I'm preaching. That's, that's, that's the point of that story. But the point is not one of you looked at it and said, man, look at his belt. Now, maybe if I was a rodeo champion and I was Trey and I had one that looked like a silver plate, howdy, folks, you know, and I had this big silver, you would look at my belt, but you know, you, you typically, you don't really notice someone's belt. Right. 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 It's pretty much usually invisible. Right. So the thing is, is he, he's talking about something that's personal. And as Annette said, said, we have to tighten to gird up. Yeah. Our loins to this belt of truth. Yes. See, this, this is what he's referring to. What do we need to hold close to us? What do we need to tighten up is the word of God. Amen. This is so important. And you, you see, you know, we, we look at, if we were look at a, a soldier and Paul's talking about a Roman soldier and and what we would see is we'd see that soldier, if he was coming in the back door and all of a sudden we were looking at him, you know what? We would, we would look at his breastplate. We would look at the, yeah. that shiny breastplate. We, yeah. would, we would look at that shield and how that shield yeah. is shiny and maybe some designs on it and, and how intricate it is. Or, or all of a sudden he'd pull the sword out and we look, we go, wow, look at that sword. Look, man, look yeah. how sharp it is. Look how shiny yeah. it is. Or man, we would look at his, at his, as his, his feet that are shod with the 
preparation of the gospel of peace. And, and we see those shoes and we hear the sound they make when they walk on the ground and we see all those things and we look how amazing it is. But I want you to know something that those things will not be amazing if the belt of truth is not in, a, in place. That's true. That's true. Now in a Roman soldier, they had, they didn't have You have to understand these weren't necessarily separate pieces, although they were, but everything was attached to the belt of truth. Yeah, it's true. Every, even the helmet of salvation, they would, they would take behind that helmet. They would have a leather strap that would go to the belt. Why? If they were riding on a horse or they were fighting in battle and it fell off, they didn't have to go look for it. They knew that it was attached to them. So they would take that strap and their, their helmet would be right there. That's right. They, as they would march, there was a hook that they could put the, the shield on. Right. The, the breastplate was, was attached to that, 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 that truth. There was things that came down and attached to the, to, to the shoes that they wore. Yes. And so the thing is, everything hung on that belt of truth. That's so, right. so just like in a Roman soul, the same thing hangs on you and I today when we put up and we gird up the belt of truth in our lives. Yeah, yeah. You see, when you put the belt of truth and you gird up the loins with the belt of truth, what happens is, is then all of a sudden you understand your breastplate of righteousness. Yeah, that's true. See, everything is going to rise out of that belt of truth. Yeah, that's it. You will never know your righteousness if you do not know the word. That's true. You will never know faith if you don't know the word. Yeah, you'll never. You will never know peace if you don't know the word. That's true. See, it's the belt of truth. It's the word and the, and the sword of the spirit. Now this, it says, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. You're like, well, I thought the sword of the spirit is the word of God. It is, but it's a different word. Mm. You see the sword of the spirit. If you look at that word sword of the spirit, which is the word of God says Rhema. You see, every rhema is going to come out of the written word of come God. On. The yes. rhema is Hallelujah. the living voice of God. It's yes. the voice that you hear when you read the written word. Yes. And so, so what's Amen. going to happen is that rhema, that sword of the spirit is going to come out of the belt of truth. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Everything is going to come out Amen. of the belt of Amen. truth. That rhema is the word that God has spoken to you specifically right. about a situation. Amen. So what you're doing when you're girding up or you're tightening that belt is you're putting in words that you may not need right now. You may not need that word right now because we're pastors going to give you an assignment at the end of service. And you're thinking you're going to read some things that you're thinking, what am I going to need this for? Put it in there. Put it in there. Cinch it up. Put it in there. Put it in there. Amen. And in just the same way that you would know your righteousness through the word. If you don't stay in the word, then you'll lose your sense of righteousness. Yeah, it's true. You'll lose a sense of peace. Yeah. You'll lose the, why? That's why we have to, he's saying, do it like you used to do it. Amen. Put that belt of truth Amen. on. Oh. You see the, see the, the word and we've talked about, and we're going to talk about a little bit more, but remember the word of God. Yeah. It's God breathed. This is yes. God breathed. Yes. Yes. God inspired. Yes. 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 To make you fully equipped. I love it. It says thoroughly furnished. It's second Peter chapter three, verse 16 and 17 thoroughly furnished in that word furnished means well fitted. See, so the truth, if I'm holding it, it will make me thoroughly furnished. And that word furnished is well fitted. Well fitted. So talk about second, second Timothy chapter three. I will in just a second. Um, <laughs> you sound like me, 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 put me in. Okay. Go for it, baby. Put me in, coach. Okay. Because I, I, 
Yes, we're going to go there. Here's what's happening. You can't treat the word. And, and you, if you don't come on Wednesdays, you need to come on Wednesdays. Um, Nikki spoke on, on the word casual, how we've become so casual with the word of God. We've become so casual about our Christianity, so casual about our relationship with God and how that word means fall. It means falling. Like when Satan fell from heaven, mm-hmm. you realize he was seated or he was right next to God and he fell. So when you start to treat things casually, that, that belt's getting loose. That belt is getting loose. And another, another um, visual I want, I want to give you is when you cinch, it, it reminded me of they used to wear, again, it's a girdle, but... Um, the, the old ones with the bones in them and how they would cinch it. They would have a, you know, the, the rope or the thread or whatever through it and they would pull on it and you would actually need somebody to help you to cinch it, to cinch it. You would need somebody to assist you. You would need somebody to guide you. You would need somebody to help you on tightening that word, right. helping you to tighten it and they would pull on it. And, and it was to make their way smaller. They would cinch it so tight that it would break a rib. Yeah. I mean, that's, and so, and he's, and he's saying, do it like you used to do it. Cinch it like you used to do it. Get, get serious about the word because it will furnish. It will, it will equip you. That word furnish from, um, he was talking about, it actually, I listened to, I was listening to Billy Brim and she was talking about, what it means is, or equipped, fully furnished and equipped, she said, they would send boats out or ships out on a journey or a voyage. And that word furnishment, they would fill that, they would put cargo in there, what they would need for their journey, right? right? Well, who knows what we're going to need for our journey? Right. God yeah. knows. And this word will always give you what you need. Yeah. Amen? That's what that word means. This word will furnish and thoroughly equip you. It is living. It is a living word. It is God breathed. Yeah. It will. It will. It will direct you. It will give you wisdom. Thank Amen. You, Thank you, Father. This word is so vital to our lives. Thank you, Lord. It makes us fully equipped, fully, fully fitted, yeah. fully fitted, fit Thank for the Master's Jesus. use. That's what this word Thank is. Make you, you fit. It's making you prepared for the calling yes. on your life. Prepared for the challenges that you may face next week. Don't, don't wait to get in the word when things are falling apart. That, that's why we have to get in the word now. Put up the, 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 the your, yeah, First Peter chapter 1, 13 mm-hmm. says, gird up the loins of your mind. Yes. So here, we, it's things that we need to make sure that, that we are shoring up areas Amen. in our lives. Amen. The belt of truth. Now, there's something else about, it says the, gird up the loins, gird up the loins with the belt of truth. Now, loins also, without being, now, to put it this way, loins also represent things, your reproductive parts. That's right. Yeah. And this is what I wrote down, that we will become sterile spiritually if we don't have the word working in your life. That's it. Yeah. We will become sterile spiritually if we don't have the word working in our life. Yes. 
And so this word that we are to tighten, this belt of truth, is for cause us to produce things. This word that we hold to, this word that nothing else can get in between, this word is called to cause us to bring forth fruit. It's caused us to finish our assignment. It's caused us to, to reproduce others in the kingdom of God. Yeah. It's caused us to, to, to uh, uh, get revelation, to hear from him. All comes through this aspect of the belt of truth. Who are you with? The word. What are you rubbing against? We have to rub against the word. It's going to produce in our lives. Well, Justin, also that word truth comes from the word, the Greek word aletha, which means, um, I had written this down and you said it last week. It's, it's content of truth and the truthfulness of your life. That means you're living out what God did for you on a daily basis. It's not truth. It's not truth to you. It's not cinched and apart. It has to become a part of you where you're walking it out. You're actually living it out. It says it's the word of truth for the, or the primary word for truth is aletha. It describes truth as a virtue and a virtue is a seen behavior. Yeah. It's a seen behavior. Are you behaving according to the word? If you are, then it is truth to you. It's truthfulness to you. It proves the reality of what you believe. Yeah. How about that? Amen. The word. If it is truth, the word, if it is truth to you, then you will, you will act on it. And that proves that it is real to you. Yeah. Kind of like what he said on Wednesday. Are you persuaded? Are you confident in the word of God? You have faith in it. That means you have only one thought. You are full of only one thought. There's yeah. no room for yeah. any other thought. Yeah. God said it and it's done. It yeah. is settled. That's it. It is settled. You cannot go into battle not knowing the word of God. Yeah. Yeah. You can't because he's going to want to confuse you. Yeah. No, I have the right weapon. I have the right weapon. I'm full. I'm fully persuaded that God's word works every time. Yeah. Every time. I also wrote down here that you're, you're walking out, you're living out. I can't find it, but it's what, what God sent Jesus to do. Thank you, Father. The cost, the cost of the cross you, has Father. got to be real. Thank you, Father. The fundamental truth of your salvation, you know it. I mean, it's like David running, running, running towards the battle. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know, and I, I was thinking of you, Pastor Rick, because I was telling Justin, I said, I know we talked about cinching and having something tight, but like pulling tight the reins of your horse or pulling them tight. I mean, you can't go in. I mean, if you're riding a horse and the reins aren't tight, what's going to happen? You're going to fall off. You're going to fall off. Again, you've been casual about your weapon. You can't be casual about your weapon. You're going to end up shooting yourself. Yeah. It's the truth, right? Yes. 
And so this word, this word is, is so valuable. Make it a priority. Tight, tightening it like you used to t- do. Yeah, come on. Is mean, make it, make it a priority in your life. Yes. And allow it to shape your life. Yes. There's something about the word, you know, and I, and I just wish while she was talking, I just, in Luke chapter 1, verse 17, in the Amplified, it says, and he, talking about John the Baptist, and says, he will himself go before him in the spirit and the power of Elijah to turn back the hearts of the fathers to their children and the disobedient and the incredulous and the unpersuadable to the wisdom of the upright. Meaning he's going to take, so John the Baptist, who's good, what does John the Baptist do? He was going to speak words. He was going to declare words. And the words that he was going to declare were going to do something to the people that were unpersuadable to the wisdom of God. Now get this, in order to make ready for the Lord a people perfectly prepared. So he was going to come, John the Baptist was going to come with the word and that word was to make them perfectly prepared. So So I want you to know every word that comes from God to you is to make you perfectly prepared. So when Dr. Savell said this year would be a year of supernatural increase, yes. then that is a word to make you prepared for supernatural increase. Amen. If we're coming to you with a word that says, hey, you need to get into the word. You need to simplify your life and you need to get with the word. Then what are we doing? We're releasing a word to you to make you perfectly prepared. That's it. Perfectly prepared. This Amen. word and what's coming from God is going to make you prepared in your life. And that is just like that man that's going to wet the edge. That he's wetting the edge of that axe. What is he doing? He is preparing to use it. He's preparing it to be effective. He's preparing it for use. That's it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It's about be ready. Be ready. Be ready. Not being ready or getting ready, but be ready. Thank you, Father. I love the next verse where he says... Because you can't have your feet shod with the preparation of the, the shoes. And that word, I always used to wonder, having shod your feet. Do you know that that word shod is a past tense word? It means shoed, E-D, shod. Having your feet shod. That means having your shoes already on. So when you cinch the word, when you cinch the truth, when you've got the truth girded up, you're girded your loins with the truth, you're living it out, you're walking it out, your feet are shod, shooed with peace, with peace. That means immovable. Peace is powerful. Their shoes had stakes in it, had had stakes in it, had like um, spikes, so that when they... Stood because remember the other verse said, having done all to stand, stand therefore. Stand therefore. Well, this is how you're going to stand by getting the word, gird it up, cinch it tight, and as you do that, your feet are, I mean, down, down. Where you're, you're immovable. It's like, come on. Now you you only need one stand. And then the with the in the feet being shod, that's where um, Psalms one nineteen says this. It says, great peace. Have they which love your word. Amen. And nothing shall offend them. That's it. And that word offend means to entice or to stumble. That's it. Great peace have they that love thy law. That's so good. And nothing shall make them stumble. 
So when you have your feet shod, like she's talking about, where does that come from? They that love the word. Yes. Love the word. It's close to me. So close. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Being prepared. Hallelujah. Go Go ahead and go to Luke. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to close with this. Luke 12:35 The verse says, "Keep your loins girded and your lamps burning." <laughs> oh, your lamps burning. You can't have lamps without oil. You need to be prepared and equipped with oil. Thank you, Father. Keep your loins girded and your lamps burning. Hallelujah. And be like men who are waiting for their master to return home from their marriage feast. So that when he returns from the wedding and comes and knocks, they may open to him immediately. Ready. Ready. Prepared. This is blessed are those servants whom the master finds awake and alert, watching when he comes. Come on. Truly I say to you, he will gird himself and have them recline at table. And will come and serve them. Thank you, Jesus. If he comes at the second watch or the third watch or finds them so blessed, fortunate to be envied, are those servants. Which servants? Those that their loins be girded and their lights burning. Amen. But of this be assured, if the householder had known at what time the burglar was coming, he would have been awake and alert and watching and would have not permitted his house to be dug through and broken into. But look at verse 40. Yes. You also must be ready. Be ready. You must be ready, be ready. For the Son of Man is coming at an hour and a moment when you do not anticipate. Come on. But it all begins with verse 35. Let your loins be girded about and your lights burning. Being ready. Being ready. Your loins girded. Your loins girded with what? This truth. That's right. You can't be casual about it. That's a mockery. That's exactly what the enemy wants to do is to get us to be casual about it. Like it's not coming. I'm good. Be expecting his return. Just have that in my heart. Just who are you with? Who are you with? Have your loins girt about with truth, the word of God. Have your loins girt and your lights burning. Man, that's an expectancy. That's expectancy that he's going to show up any moment. That's a heart that he's about to manifest. That's a heart that you're expecting any any moment something to happen, just ready, and your lights are burning. Thank you, Jesus. I, I don't know about you, but I'm expecting supernatural increase every day. I'm I'm expecting to be used by God every day. I'm expecting divine encounters every day. day. I'm expecting. I I have this word of God in my heart that I might not sin against him. I've got this word that is a light into my path. It's a lamp into my feet. This word is like a fire that shut up in my bones. This word. I'm telling you, pull up, pull up your. Pick up your dress. (laughs) Now, see, you. you, it would be really sad if he's like, Pastor, can you, can you, can you come and, 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 and pick up my, my loin belt? Can you come dress me? 
you come, can you come change me? No, you need to get girded and you need your light burning. And it doesn't matter what's happening because he says, stand in the evil day. What's the evil day talking about? The last days, perilous times, hard to deal with, hard to bear. And what do we need? Have our, have our loins girded and our lambs burning. Hallelujah. I thank you that father, that this is a church. Hallelujah. Where our loins are girded with truth and our lights are burning. Our light is burning. Our light, our flame is burning. Ready. Hallelujah. Ready. Yes. Ready. Ready. Being ready for his return. Ready. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. Fully immovable. Standing. (coughs) Thank you. Standing. Thank you. Father. Standing. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. You prepare us. Thank you, Father. We praise you, Father. all, Lord, you prepare us. You prepare us through Hallelujah. your word, Thank through you, your Father. living word. You prepare us. Thank, Thank you for you, your Jesus. mercy this morning. We praise morning. you, Father. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for this time of mercy, Lord. Thank you, Father. Oh, Father, we repent where we've been casual. We repent where we've been casual with your word and with, your, with the relationship with you, Lord. Oh, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your kindness, your mercy, your undeserved mercy, Lord, that you show us, giving us time. Thank you, Father. We don't take it lightly, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, praise you. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Father, we're humbled by your word. pastor my personal life but just as a personal life but as a pastor I want us to make a decision you may be hearing me like well pastor I I don't really understand what you're saying and all that I'm just but what I'm asking you is be open to the Holy Spirit this is not a word to bring condemnation that It's to bring conviction for each one of us that we could heed the Apostle Paul's instruction. Because he says right before, take unto you, he says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. What do you mean? He goes, we don't have face and face to counters with Natural things, but we have face to face encounters with principalities and powers and rulers of darkness. So, because of that, mm. take unto you the whole armor of God. That's it. That's it. And having done all to stand, stand therefore with your loins girt about with truth, with your belt cinched, your belt of yes. truth cinched. Yes, yes. And I, I want all of us, if you 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 believe this and you 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 take this to heart this morning, just as an act. Well, I know it's kind of simple. I want you to kind of like bend over and I just want you to kind of, kind of like you would pull up your pants. Come on. Yes. <laughs> your spiritual pants. Tighten up your belt. Come and on. Pull them up. Yes. Cinch it. Come on. Tie it. Yes. Cinch it. It's not coming off. It's not coming off. That's right. Thank you, Jesus. Thank I'm telling you, everything, Jesus. everything you need, Thank every other Jesus. weapon. 
that Paul talks about comes out of that That's truth. That's it. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your word. Equips us, furnishes us for the voyage Father. ahead, the journey. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That our loins would be girded and our yes. lamps burning. If that's your desire, just lift a hand to heaven that you want your loins girt and your lamps burning, that yes, you're ready. I'm ready. That you'll be, be ready. ready for his return. That's it. Ready for anything. Ready for anything. Thank you, Father. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. You're faithful, Father. Thank you, Jesus. We make a decision today, Father, that we will cinch the word of God in our lives. Yes. Means we'll give it a position in a place. That's it. A position of priority. That's right. We thank you, Father, for your faithfulness and your goodness. people prepared and ready yes for the days ahead the weeks ahead the months ahead the years ahead that's right fully prepared fully equipped yes to be used by you father yes thank you we thank you for our lord Mm. let's repeat this after me father god father god today today i tighten this belt of truth in my life. Father, I thank you for causing my light to burn. Thank you, Father. Prepare me. Make me ready in this hour, in this day, to be all you called me to be. In Jesus' name. Give him a shout of praise.